Hey everyone, welcome to Patch Notes. My name is Trevor Strunk, Hagelbun on Twitter, and I'm here uh, as always with, uh, well, not I guess as always, sometimes you're missing, but tonight Once. you're not. Once. I missed you, one episode. Missed you don't have the flu. You don't have, we're going to talk about it a lot. It's going to be like a recurring yeah. gag now. Um, no, no, it won't. But, uh, but uh, John Bernhard's here with me. Uh, Olivia Broussard is still on hiatus, but a, a happy hiatus, a, a vacation, so uh, we wish her the best. Yep. Um, John, how are you? I'm all right. Um, I was telling you before the show started that I broke my office chair today, uh, so now I can't sit back and lean back in it without falling out of it. Does anyone want to buy John an office chair? Um, I'd just take the money. I wouldn't buy... I mean, if, hmm. if, if, if the, the worst thing that can happen is I can fall backwards out of the chair and kill myself, and um, the second worst thing that can happen is I can fall backwards out of the chair and embarrass myself, and in the first instance, I'm not going to be around to care, and in the second instance, no one's going to be there to see me. So as far as I'm concerned, the chair... <laughs> The chair works for now. Okay. Uh, so, yes, please donate to my chair fund. I'm going to take all that money and spend it on my bills. Oof. Well, a grim in- entrance to the show, uh, to be sure, but, uh, uh, you know, it's good. It's honest. Um, it's specialty. <laughs> Uh, John, it's good to hear from you, even if uh, I'm uh, now worried about you. Mm. Um, we have a lot of stuff to talk about this week. I- I'd say more than last week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, last week was probably like the nadir, the the the, the bottom of the wave cycle, the wave yeah. form, as they say. <laughs> I would agree. It was pretty pretty light, um, but people seem to like it anyway, so yeah. that's good. Um, Rubes. <laughs> it's nice that we can always trick them. Yeah. Uh, in any case, what do we got on the docket to this week? What are we What are we looking at? All right, so. Um, I think the biggest thing that's happened this week is these GTA 6 spoilers. Quote yeah, unquote I saw some spoilers. Of those. Yeah, not really spoilers, um, more just like. And that's really kind of a, a a more more of a commentary on how slow the week has been than anything else. But mm-hmm, there true. was there was the spoilers, and then apparently there was some controversy over whether the spoilers were true or not. And there was, I believe, a leaked piece of art to go along with the spoilers. Oh my. And then I think Jason Schreier of Kotaku said that some of the spoilers weren't matching up with what he was hearing, and drama. But Jason uh, Trier came in and said the spoilers yeah. represented labor uh, issues <laughs> and the crunch time. Jason Trier, who, who ghostwrites, you know, two-thirds of this podcast. Yeah. Um, no, but he, uh, you know, there's apparently a report that maybe the spoilers don't entirely match up with what's going on. And honestly, spoilers from a game that isn't even an alpha or isn't even really in development because they were, you know, they were still huge in Red Dead to Redemption 2, even though apparently allegedly dev on this began, like concept dev, began around 2002. Um, oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, something like that. Um, Weird. But yeah, I assume that even if the spoilers are, like, to the letter correct for how, how the project is now, they will change between this and release. Um, You'd have to think so. I mean, it would be very strange if... I mean, like, truly, that doesn't... That doesn't really happen. Like it yeah. doesn't happen to. Okay, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna produce uh, we're gonna produce like a spoiler, uh, and, and and leak it to everyone, and it's gonna be exactly uh, how how this is all is gonna work. It's going to be like word for word perfect. Like that that just like, I mean, when's the last time you saw a video game do that? Um, never. Wasn't there like wasn't there like something like that like just before Apex Legends dropped? 
Oh yeah, but Apex Legends was like Apex Legends were, that also was a had very the, weird game for that. Yeah, yeah, it had the benefit also of just like dropping with no one knowing that it was in production. Mm-hmm. It seemed like it seemed to just drop. Yeah, um, I, I want to say um, there were like a bunch of people who got to play it, quote unquote, first got to play it like five days before. <laughs> and then were NDA'd or embargoed, so they couldn't talk about it until it actually dropped. So the the they moved real quick on that one. Yeah, that was pretty interesting. Uh, but that is not this. Everyone knows that GTA Six is going to come out. Everyone, I mean, everyone with half a brain uh, uh, has already sort of like figured out that yeah, okay, like there's literally no chance that we're going to uh, get through a cycle like this without a GTA. Mm-hmm. Um, it would truly be kind of unthinkable. Yeah, I mean, um, it looks like I mean. One of the more believable things about this leak is that they are timing it for a next-gen launch. But they're not yeah, I saw that next-gen only. Uh, consoles, which makes, it makes complete sense. sense. Sure. I mean, they had two huge games this console cycle with GTA V and Red Dead Redemption 2. It doesn't make sense to try to push... I mean, especially since they're still supporting both of those games. It doesn't make right. sense to push development in any way, shape, or form to try to make a third game on the PS4. Or try to do one of those tweener games like the Assassin's Creed franchise does. Because that's like a yearly franchise. Um, yeah, GTA is more of a bespoke thing. And, and, and they know that, like... They know that it's going to really play at the top of a system like that. Like, yeah. Or, yeah. Like, it's just it's just going to be a very very good rollout game. I mean, honestly, given the schedules involved, it's probably not going to be a launch title anyway. It's probably going to be yeah. like a, a second or third year title, um, first or yeah. second year title. So, but um, I mean, it doesn't really it doesn't so much matter. Like, it, no. it can be it can be a second or third year title. It's not really going to hurt Rockstar. Yeah, Rockstar's, Rockstar's in a weird marketplace it, yeah. where they get to make one game one game like this every three four years if that i want to what, what's the, like gta 5 was 2013 2012 yeah. something like that um and then obviously uh red dead 2 was last year this year last year last year um yeah, so they just put out a massive game every so often I mean, every really like five like... years or so and and there's very few studios that can do that like in fact, they might be the only one because they make hundreds of millions of dollars off each of these titles, and they have a good revenue tail with the online stuff. Now, you could argue someone like Blizzard can, but they're not no. console based. I mean, Blizzard could before they got bought by Activision. Then Activision uh-huh. changed the business model, or I got guess got bought by Viacom and sold to Activision. Whatever. Um, Whatever happened? <laughs> yeah, they they got integrated in a way that allows them to do bespoke things, but they are also you know, doing a lot more games of service stuff while um, Rockstar, you know, does these huge projects that then have a service aspect iterated on and shoved after launch. Mm -hmm. Uh, No, that's true. I've heard heard really mixed things about the Red Dead online stuff, mostly that it just, you know, it, 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 it swings between, like, stories about how the game's economy doesn't work and then just, like, gifts of, like, giant burning piles of horses. Yeah, I was gonna say, it does have the burning horses gif, uh, bug, which is, uh, in my mind, a a bonus. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not bad. But uh, GTA V online, rather famously, was a, was a slow starter. It didn't launch mm-hmm, great, for sure. and then it's just built up since then into this huge thing. And I think it's it's down a little bit. It's you know, it's like nearing the end of its product cycle. But mm-hmm. for you know a couple of years there during Red Dead's development, that was a huge money maker for them. Oh yeah, um, and I assume I, that something similar is going to be at the end of GTA Six. It would be a little surprising if it wasn't. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, I I would be I would be very surprised if in fact like the GTA games um, didn't sort of take them through, or GTA Six, excuse me, mm. didn't take them through this console. I mean, I could see them doing something like they did with uh, Two and then Vice City, um, something like that maybe. But like, what are, what other IPs are they sitting on besides uh, Red Dead and, and obviously GTA? It's like Bully. A manhunt. <laughs> um, yeah, not a lot. I mean, I'm trying to think like what else would, what else is a big rock stuff? I feel like Max I'm missing Payne. some. Yeah, Max Payne. There, that's the wait. No, yes, they've got it now. They, the first couple weren't them. Um, I think they they were Max Payne three, right? I thought they were one and two as well. No, that was like take two. Okay, well, yeah, they were definitely three. Now we have to look this up. Uh, Remedy Entertainment. Oh, Remedy. Remedy did it. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, Remedy did the first two. Rockstar took over for three. Who knew? Um, well, you did. Yeah. So, good job. I, I, I half knew. I knew it wasn't Rockstar that did the first two. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, they, they're they sitting... Uh, I mean, these are their two IP gold mines. And honestly, Red Dead Redemption 2 wasn't considered an IP gold mine. Uh, Red Dead wasn't considered an IP gold mine until two had the impact it had. So they're really... Mm-hmm. They're sort of a one right. IP company that, that farms out another game that you know the, the you know the second i wouldn't say the second team but between gta's they have a chance to do another huge game that makes an ip impact i, I want to say max Payne 3 was the game between gta's 4 and 5 right i think that sounds uh, about right yeah i think that is actually right um and so then red dead was in there somewhere as the ps3 game ps3 game and xbox game um, yeah. which didn't which got a lot of dev time but it, it never went to PC it never got any port updates uh, honestly I don't uh, it's still on still unreleased on PC right what GTA 5 no no uh, Red Dead Redemption oh original. Red Dead uh, I think that's on PC please look that up don't I, uh, I might be I'm wrong but I, I, I think uh, it does not look like it uh, okay this was like a huge thing that no never... I remember it never came out for, um... Yep, I just looked at their official site, and Red Dead Redemption has the PlayStation, Xbox 360, Xbox One logos, no PC. Wow, I really thought that it had come out. Okay. No, no, right, I, well. I, I, th- I, I don't... It, it might be even be like a we lost the masters type thing, but they don't want to say it. Because, like, the official explanation is that the cost of doing the port would be would not justify the expenditure. Um, okay. That the the buy rate wouldn't uh, pay for what they'd have to do to get that from a console structure to an actual game, and who knows if that's true? Um, I certainly understand not wanting to do the work, especially when your company is focusing on. And I understand. I mean, you've already made so much money. A lot of people just bought PS4s for Red Dead Two. And also, I understand like if your options are we put a team on this or we outsource this. Neither of those could make sense, if given your the, the situation they were in. So I, I I don't really begrudge them not putting it on there, though it does make it a very hard game to play these days. True. Um, but yeah, so uh, let's actually talk about GTA Six. Um, okay, yeah. It uh, sounds like warmed over narcos bullshit. Uh, I, I remarked on Twitter <laughs> from the spoiler, of course. The spoiler may not be accurate. I remarked on Twitter the the the, the sort of trashy, bleeding edge satire aesthetic that um, GTA has had since uh, GTA 3 hasn't really changed since then. Uh, it's, it's always been this... And they've gotten a little bit more serious, but they've always still kept the, like, the satire dick jokes and all that. Yeah. 
uh, and the bad radio and all that. And it, it's sort of gone from this, like, oh, this is edgy as shit with, uh, you know, San Andreas and Vice City to the way that this spoilers pitch, which is that they're ripping off the Netflix show Narcos. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's, that's where our, what's where we've changed in terms of how the culture approaches these things. And uh, honestly, I mean, people have been talking about this as like, oh, a 70s Tarantino thing. Uh, maybe it will be. I, I'm not a Tarantino fan. So me saying, right. me agreeing with that assessment that it might be it's a Tarantino thing is like not a, a, like a compliment. Yeah. yeah, right. Um, but the idea is that you're going to be playing as some shithead um, who starts low in a cartel. The idea is that there's going to be split between two cities, a fake um, Rio de Janeiro. In, in fate, I'm not sure. Better be, be careful. They know what happened to Wildlands. Yeah. Um, it, well, I mean, we've uh, the CIA has their boy Bolsonaro in there now, so he's probably. Oh not yeah, sure. So, um, but it, yeah, split between a f- fake Rio de Janeiro and what will presumably be fake Brazil. It, it's really always strange what they fake and what they don't. Yeah, no, um, I agree. Between both Vice, between both uh, Red Dead and. Um, GTA and GTA, uh, like for example, in Red Dead Two, you you have this fake version of the West, but California exists, New York exists, <laughs> Ohio exists. They're referenced by name. I think the city of Baltimore is referenced by name. Well, you uh, know, well, yes, um, by one of the side characters, and so it's this, and so obviously Red Dead can't be in the GTA world because there is no New York City in the GTA world, right? There's Liberty City. Um, but maybe I mean it could be like so. Remember when th- this happened with DC? When, oh yes, uh, yes. <laughs> when D- when DC just had over. all yeah, they had all their like fake cities, and then they were like, but actually, well yeah, uh, no. The, the way, it's funny the way that worked is um, so yeah. In the DC universe, every city exists that exists. Um, one sec. You gonna try and re-say that? Yeah. Pause the recording. I'm, I've got this. Oh, I'm I can't. Idiot. I can't pause the recording. Okay. Here. What's Sorry, uh, no, a client launched, so I just had this music in my ears. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> so I couldn't, uh, yeah. Uh, I was updating Magic the Gathering uh, Arena, uh, and it started playing, like, fire noises. We should absolutely uh, leave in the fact that you were updating Magic the Gathering Arena. While recording, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm about to le- uh, destroy a bunch more of my time on that cool shit. Anyway, Very nice. so yeah, there's this, um, in, in the DC Universe, there is Gotham City, obviously, but there's also New York. New York exists. Boston exists, right. um, Baltimore exists. But then there's Central City exists, and there's Central well, City for a while. Keystone. Uh, now, Coast City was destroyed by by uh, uh, one of the Ro- Superman. Hal Jordan, I think it was. Yes, wait, was Coast City destroyed by Hal Jordan? Or was he destroyed by Cyborg Superman? One of the two. They each destroyed a city. Yeah, um, I forget uh, which I, one. Was I remember which. Cyborg Superman destroyed one in Death of Superman or the Superman Return. The, the 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 storyline that happened after Superman died, but right. yeah. So uh, when DC and Marvel crossed over in the '90s, the explanation was that like the DC Earth is 33 percent physically bigger, so there's just more space to oh. put cities in. I never knew they actually explained that in the Amalgam stuff. That they is, tried uh, to, yeah. It, it didn't. That's work. embarrassing. Yeah, it is. Uh, and in like and in like the Young Justice stuff, there's a DC cartoon called Young Justice. Um, it's on the DC Universe service. It's actually very good. Uh, if you're a degenerate who likes cartoons like I am. Um, they gave a canonical location for Gotham City, uh, and it is exactly where New Haven, Connecticut is. Oh, well, of course. Yeah, which is just Why up the not? coast from New York City. 
So, like, the entire eastern seaboard from Boston to Washington is, like, yeah, Mega a, City 1. That's like, there's a nightmare. Just, it's just all, you know, a city, one single city stretching from around Richmond, I guess, actually, up to, uh, up to Boston. Uh, Man, a lot of fun. if there was one way to make New Haven worse. Yeah. So, anyway, the, uh, the way this ties into GTA 6 is, of course, they have fake cities. They're going to be using these uh, fake cities in the place of real cities. So they can just make up stuff about them. And your deal is that you are a, a uh, you start out at the bottom, obviously, you're going to the top. Uh, you're moving cocaine between Liberty, uh, Vice City and uh, Rio, uh, fake Rio. Uh, and apparently uh, there's like conflicting reports about maybe you'll, you'll be, there. there's two main characters, um, which are seen in this, I guess, mocked up promo art, fake promo art, I'm not sure what it is on this game's radar piece. Um, one is obviously your guy, uh, Rico. Is that his name? Is it really Rico? Ricardo. Um, and sort then there's of Rico, then. <laughs> a lady named, and then there's a lady named Casey. Um, apparently you, you'll be moving across decades. It'll be in the seventies and eighties primarily. Uh, there, they say that in the spoiler that, uh, there will be some linear missions in Liberty city, but it won't be an open world area. Um, huh. um, and then there's this other stuff, like, the, the latest stuff in this league is fantastic. Um, weather is a heavy focus, hurricanes, floods, etc. Okay. Um, <laughs> Gotta love when hurricanes make their appearance. What does that, I, I just want to know what that means, because if you've what? got, if you really want to have hurricanes and floods and etc. be a heavy focus, that means you need to change terrain. Do you think what they're going to do is, like, try and try and incorporate... It's like the one thing that I, I would say struck me as like a good example of uh, using weather was um, was the most recent uh, not Gran Turismo. Why I forget? No, uh, um, was a racing game. Oh, um, is this oh, the one like that's uh, in England? Yes, yes. Um, oh, it was on my it was on my best of twenty eighteen. It's a great game. Um, I, I honestly uh, is it a Forza? Uh, yeah, it's a Forza. It's a world tour. Right. Um, that is that was very cool. Like that's a yeah. great that's a great game and it's super neat. Um, but that's not what it sounds like though. If if what you're referencing is hurricanes and floods, you're referencing destruction. Uh, yes, that's true. And if you're referencing destruction, you've got this bespoke city you've built. Are the hurricanes and floods actually going to be destroying that, or is it just like, oh, you can't go here right now? There's water in the street. Um, that's a good question. And uh, destruction mechanics sound like they'd be very complicated. It does. To implement. Um, it sounds more like it'd be something with a bespoke story element to it than mm-hmm. like a randomly generated thing that happens. But who knows? Considering this is a next gen title, and considering uh, Rockstar's love for these big systems that do things, um, so it, and especially since we're talking about Rio, um, mm-hmm. I'm assuming. That's uh, Vice City is like fake La- L.A. right? Uh, no, Las Vegas, right? I yes. forget which one. Yeah, well, I'm Vice City, of course. Yeah, I'm. I'm guessing that Vice City will not be the one suffering hurricanes and floods. It'll be the Rio de Good Janeiro. Guess. Um, <laughs> I think that's fair. Yeah. And so, I mean, we'll see how how it goes. It sounds like that could be cool, um, as long as it's not used as like a oh, you just can't go to these areas now for a while. Yeah, like we were talking about in the last episode when games at the end of the game just kind of, like, introduce a new play element where it's like, oh, yeah, now uh, things are really messed up and it's crazier now, mm-hmm. uh, so it's harder. That that would be yeah. a pain. 
they discuss um, that you'll have that they're going to restrict how many guns you can carry, so you can't go full Arthur Morgan and have a a whole arsenal on you at the same time. Ah, uh, well, eh. You know, I mean, I, I guess it's realistic to make you walk back to the trunk of your car to pull out your um, your FAL or something, but, you know, that's never really bothered me. That's never been a thing I've cared about. Um, it is interesting that they've said that there's going to be uh, some, like, progression system for the cars. As the cars get older, they can become, like, classic cars. Oh. So you can sell them for more. Like okay. so, you get you get a you get an expensive car in the at the beginning of the game in it's 1972 intriguing. or something, and then in the end of the game, let's say 1989, this is a you know that still doesn't seem like a long enough time to be a classic. It, um, I mean, you'd have to get the right car; it would have yeah. to be rare or whatever. I mean, I guess. I, I, I guess mean, it's all a fantasy. I mean, I assume yeah. I guess in the 60s or uh, the 70s, you're getting a car that was made in the 50s or something or 60s, and then by the time it's the 80s, this is it's this great piece. I guess that you maybe can yeah, that that sell. makes sense. Um, I mean, I, honestly, if they have a car appreciation system in this, that would be... I, I, I'd kind of like that. That'd be funny. Um, uh, then I'm concerned about this line, this bullet point. Last bit of narrative info. It will discuss topics such as HIV and the immigration oh, crisis no. of the time. A fictional version of Fidel Castro, etc. Oh, that sounds really bad. Oh, boy, it's going to be terrible. I mean, you 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 can't possibly trust Rockstar to do that. I mean, uh, I mean, not that you'd even want any video game company to do the latter parts. Like I can trust them version. to do it like Rockstar. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. No, good point. Um, I mean, and we, Yikes. I mean, the HIV Yikes. thing is one thing. I mean, as long there's a good chance the HIV thing is just like fake, shitty Ronald Reagan on the radio talking about how he hates gays. Yeah, um, which is tedious and annoying and not great but i mean we know I how can, much you care about ronald reagan yeah but, you I know could, it's, but the it's thing is hard you can, watching his you can turn comedy. off the radio in these games or switch to music yeah. you don't have to listen to their tedious broadcast as long as it's not like a plot line like oh am i going to be like curing aids in the in a poor part of town oh, oh. that's so bad and I then don't, like, the you immigration know, but, but you stuff can, my fear is that it'll end up being, oh, like, um, uh, you know, you have to watch out, like, or you're going to get infected. Like, they might play it up for, oh, like, that. Oh, God. I mean, um, I could see it. <laughs> we're going to do, uh, wait, are you talking, like, you have to, we're going to do the hot coffee mod, but now it's, it's a parable about AIDS? Yeah, that would be terrible. Yeah, um, I mean, you, I mean, could you, could you not, are you going to tell I me could, you could never see it? No, I could definitely see it from these people. Um, and I mean, and GTA is in a position where they need to, or where the brand managers for it probably do see it as a space where they need to maintain their edge. And oh yeah, they're absolutely. Getting complacent. They're... Well, um, this is a game that is not. I mean, it, it's sharing its edge with so many people at this point. Yeah. Um, I, I all right. I, I still from a higher up in the list. I just still love the bullet uh, tag. Will feature a chapter system similar to a Tarantino flick or Red Dead Redemption Two. Those two very comparable things, uh, but that's extremely that's, yeah. That's extremely not Red Dead's similar. fault. That's just the writing on the on the spoiler list. Um, so I don't know. I, I couldn't get through GTA Five because I hated uh, Trevor. I think it was the come on the, that guy so much. Not you. Well, maybe you were you were you, were you a were you a weird dude that hung out and did meth in the desert? 
Uh, well, maybe I did. Right. Well, I couldn't. Um, yeah, no, him. that was that was the main guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, there were three. Yeah, he there was three protagonists. Right. There were three yeah. protagonists, and I could stand Michael. I could stand uh, Curtis. Oh, I forget what the what the I other guy's name it. was. Uh, but Trevor was was no good. Um, mm-hmm. And he was, and he. It, I would have been fine if I wasn't asked to spend so much of so much time with him in a short span of the game. Um, but if perfectly reasonable, yeah. I mean, and I don't have any faith that the writing won't be like that this time around. But it, you know, I haven't enjoyed a, a Grand Theft Auto games writing since San Andreas, so I don't think I'm going to start now. Yeah, I mean, why would you? Like, it's it's not as if like. It's not unfair to say that the writing in these games has sort of gone downhill as it's because, like, yeah, and, if you want to think, if you want to think about the edge in the game, right? Like, it's not, it's not as if like the edge was, oh, it's like, it's crazy offensive. Yeah, um, maybe maybe some people thought that, but like, the real value of any of the GTA games was that they were like kind of interesting narratives and they did something different. Like, yeah. they haven't been all that concerned with that since four. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, if I went back and played San Andreas now, I might not like the writing there either. I was much younger when I played it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I haven't played it since uh, three years old. Uh, yeah, I was, since I was eighteen months. Uh, I was very. I was very. Uh, Extremely precocious. Yes. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the GTA Six blows. We could get um, information next week that all of that is wrong. We might have already gotten information that all of that is wrong, and we just I just didn't see the news article before we started recording. Um, but it does, the, all of that sounds like some GTA-ass GTA shit, and yep. um, I wish them luck in uh, their game that's ripping off a Netflix series. Um, well, it's going to be really good, and we all love Netflix here at, uh, at uh, No Cartridge, and we're going to take a break uh, to talk, have a word from our sponsor, Netflix. <laughs> uh, just, just, I wish. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, um... I don't know, like, it is a weird thing to think about GTA in, uh, what, like, 20, 2021, 2022? Yeah. Like, I it's mean, just, it, it feels like it's sort of a, a a series out of time. Yeah, I mean, think about Saints Row. Saints Row was a series created to mock GTA, and Saints Row is concluded. Like, Saints Row has wrapped up. They did their job. They got out. They're done. And GTA <laughs> continues to, stamp, to, you know, shamble onwards. Right. I mean, it's it, it really is, like... Any any other open world series has other. I mean, outside of I guess uh, Red Dead, mm. like any other open world series has sort of like ended. Like it sort of has, yeah. has run its course in many ways. Uh, some of them haven't. Like, like I, Assassin's. I mean, even, I mean, there's Assassin's Creed. There's Watchdog. There's the new ones. The the new breed. Yeah, the new breed. But then also like even stuff like um, uh, uh, Far Cry. I mean, Far yep. Cry has absolutely it. It's over. <laughs> I mean, no, like, it, it's it shambles onwards itself as well, yeah. It shambles right, on, but like, I mean, it's it's done. Like everyone knows it's done. No one's. I don't think anyone's pretending that we're all looking forward to Far Cry Six at this point. What do you think it's going to be? About? Um, what do you think Far Cry Six is going to be about? Oh, do you think they're going to start out by teasing uh, space. you? Shoot, they're going to start out by teasing you're going to shoot up the Republican National Convention, and then they're going to walk it back to like it's a uh, it's a meeting of like some canadian political party or something um and then you never you know and you just ha- you don't shoot it up you just walk into the room and then there's gunfire and it takes control away from you and you run away you never see the politics again uh, and that's the opening 
Um, uh, I mean, that seems certainly plausible. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be in space, and yeah. uh, and you're going to be like the 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 delegate to a moon mission. Mm, so you're, you think it's um, going to follow the the Call of Duty model? Uh, yeah, just... and also there's going to be moon emigration. Yeah, is 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 it going to be handled the way that uh, Infinite Warfare handled Mars, where just all the socialists and communists and rapists all went to Mars and became one like vaguely brown ethnic group? Because uh, yes, that was one hundred percent. That game was messed up. Uh, like if you ever like, uh, Infinite... you're not just talking about the Kevin Spacey involvement. No, that was that was Advanced Warfare. Oh, excuse me. Uh, that so the, yeah, there the are two different games. The first one was Kevin Spacey is the head of fake Blackwater in like mm-hmm. twenty thirty five or something. So it's a near future, and he tries to take over America. Infinite Warfare is like um, like in the twenty two hundreds or something. Space flight is real. You're, we're doing missions in the solar system. Uh, Mars has been taken over by uh, left wing degenerates who are also like the Huns. And they are the the perfect epitome of the the weak and the strong dichotomy because they're obviously these assholes who are unorganized and can't do shit, but they're always teleporting in behind your defensive barriers and, you know, hitting you with the butt of a rifle as you come through a door in a cutscene. Um, you know, ambushing you and destroying you and killing your friends so that even though you are the strong and righteous um, American naval captain who is obviously destined to win through his virtue and his deeds, uh, you're always just getting, you know, your Achilles tendon cut by these <laughs> these scurrilous villains who don't play by the rules of fairness. Um, it's not fair that the communists are always um, doing things to win instead of playing by the rules. It's really just really bad that there's always more of the populists than there are of the other people. It, you know, it's just yeah. not fair. It's just not fair. I don't get it. Well... That'll change later, with uh, when, when God Emperor Trumps uh, puts. It. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. So we have other stuff beyond GTA, uh, and I'm interested. So I brought this one to the table. Mm. I am very interested in what your thought is on the uh, <laughs> the truly awful uh, flavor of the of the moment. Um, the introduction of. Um, just how racist Mordhau is. Yeah, I mean, part of this, I think, is that not everyone's ready for the big time, especially not this quick. Like, you've got a bunch of first-time developers in there, um, and uh, they've given every bad answer possible. Like, you know, if you constructed a flowchart with all the good answers moving to the left as you go down the branches and the bad answers on the right moving down the branches, they've just been going down, right, down, right, down, right the entire time. It's kind of incredible. Like, it really is, like, I I said on Twitter, and I I stand by this, like, it just reminds me of the Akewood where, um... uh, Todd. uh, Yeah, Ray Ray asks Todd, like, um, you know, if you don't wear a condom, uh, how do you stop from getting STDs? You don't have to say uh, the actual line. No, I will. Uh, He says, by not giving a fuck. uh, Oh, I I thought you were going to say something about it. Oh, no, not the other one. (laughs) That's very, very funny, but I'm not going to say that on air. Um, but, uh, but yeah, basically, like, he says, he says, like, yeah, just by not caring, <laughs> and Ray's, Ray's comment is, uh, uh, no, no, I'm sorry, Roast that's beef. what Ray says, that answer could use some work. Yeah. Uh, Roast Beef's comment, uh, when, uh, when Philippe says something, I can't even remember what Philippe's line is, uh, Philippe gives some answer about, like, what he would do as president, and, uh, 
and uh, roast beef just says like that's the worst answer in the history of earth yeah um and that's the worst answer in the history of earth is exactly what is happening here like this is they just cannot give a they can't give a serious answer that actually is is reasonable so to 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 un um, I mean it feels like so, right, let's let's be fair these feel like serious answers that they feel are reasonable that just happen to be racist I mean, okay, well, that, that's perfectly. It's reasonable, not that actually. they're. It's not that they're like you know not thinking. Uh, uh, it might be that they're not thinking about it. But it's not like you know they've been caught unawares or something. It's just they don't. Well, their their priors are bad. Their ideology is bad, and they don't know how to talk to people. Yeah. So uh, to give an idea of what's going on, um, Mordo, uh, for those of you who don't know, um, is basically a. Uh, I don't know. It's not a battle royale necessarily. Yeah, it is. It has a battle royale mode. It's a okay. it's battle royale mode. It has a like a, a capture the flag or a, um, king of the hill. I guess it is. You control okay. points. Um, but yeah, it's it's a for, if you played chivalry, um, Mordhau is sort of going forward in that tradition. Uh, first person melee combat. Uh, it's based. It's not a one button game. You still have to move around with WASD. But you basically have you know your swing and how you do your swing is is based on how you move your mouse so it's in terms of combat it's sort of a one button game Mm -hmm. yeah and so like i mean a lot of it has to do with how the people always talk about the realism which is always the last vestige of scoundrels um yeah and uh i've seen a lot i've i've watched more how games and i am concerned about the idea of realism in that in this (laughs) well i mean we'll, we'll come back to realism but like Basically, the idea in Mortau is um, it's fun because uh, it's massive. You get to play with a bunch of people, and you can customize mm-hmm. all of your um, all of your characters. Like you can, well, it's very customized. I think there's also a thing where, given the gameplay restrictions on you, there's no like cooldown skills. There's no anything like that. There's a lot more of developing a skill at the game, mm-hmm. a dexterity, an ability to work within the limited systems it gives you. Uh, to be able to swing and parry and move and okay. dodge, which I think silos players a lot and, and, and plays into a lot of these people who love player versus player deathmatch things. Because when you're good at the game, you know you're good at the game, the game gives you feedback that respects you being good at the game, and if you're bad at the game, you're dying a lot in really funny ways. That's just how, yeah. the, how the gameplay loop works. And for, I'm, I'm not a multiplayer person, but for people who like multiplayer, combat that's a great loop. game it's a great loop yeah no that's right I, I guess like the thing about the thing about Mordow that doesn't make a ton of sense to me right is mm-hmm. um i guess like why it's so popular but of course this is the classic thing with any uh overnight success no one who unless you're really into the game knows why it's popular it just is yeah um and so it's it's extremely popular but it was a small thing at first uh, i mean a lot a of it mod. a lot of it's like trying to predict the weather I mean, and, yeah, and though we can predict right. the weather, you know, we don't have the data to actually predict when a game is going to begin. You know, it, you know how how the currents are going to shift, and right, you know, things become popular, and sometimes people aren't ready for it, and sometimes the people who aren't ready for it are also racist. Yeah, um, and the racism part comes in here. Uh, the devs clearly weren't ready for this, and uh, basically, PC Gamer published a piece. Um, on Mordow called Rampant Racism and Toxicity are... Hold on, let me get over to that tab. Driving um, players away from Mordow. Thank you. Uh, yes, updated. Uh, so <laughs> there there have been to, some long updates. They had to update a lot of things. Um, 
basically, so there are two big takeaways from this. The first takeaway is um, Mordow had a, had a uh, a thread that I will spell and not say called "Post Your K N I G G A S." Uh, so night, uh, and you do the rest of the work there, mm-hmm. um, which doesn't even basically, work. Uh, go on. No, I mean it doesn't. Yeah, but anyway, um, the. It's been a long-running thread, basically one of these things where, okay, like, this thread's been running for the last two years, back when there were, like, six players, and now there's, like, you know, a million or whatever. And then the other thing was um, that, well, actually three. So there's that, there's the fact that it's extremely toxic, and the more how people don't want to install a uh, a kind of, like, content... Uh, they want like slurs. Content. Just, just yeah, slurs they, everywhere yeah. all the time. Yeah, they want they want quote unquote freedom of speech. They're using the freedom of speech thing um, to not put in a content filter, and then also um, they uh, they hinted at in this PC Gamer article, and then have basically spent the entire day uh, sending out tons of messages saying we didn't actually say that mm-hmm. uh, that they would make a toggle uh, that to toggle off um, uh, women and uh, players of color in the game. Uh, design it's like if you designed a woman knight or a player of color knight you could hit a toggle and uh the person who hit the toggle would only see your character as um a uh, a regular knight like a white male knight which is all you can play right now and they said well this might you know we might do that just just to just to appeal to the player base and the and the um (laughs) the historical accuracy of the time and I think the takeaway for this for me, and we can talk about a lot of the stuff they yeah. said, but the takeaway for this for me is when they said, like, well, you know, we do have kind of a toxic fan base, but uh, they're so toxic that, like, I don't think we should change anything. Also, they're, get, they're uh, the ones responsible for, you know, pushing our our, our business. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, that's why they're doing it, but the, the answer of, well, it's so toxic, we change, can't change it because, gosh, mm-hmm. it's toxic, was... Um, was was truly remarkable in terms of business doublespeak. I thought. I guess. I mean, it's it sounds just. I, the, what's impressive to me about all this is how unremarkable a lot of this is. This sounds like you could, if you took away all the PR people and the media training and everything from from, you know, game devs across the industry. I'm mm-hmm. betting that a lot of if you put a lot of programmers in front of mics, they'd be saying stuff that sounds a lot like this. Sure. Uh, I don't think that they're. Well, yeah, because they really all know the. It's all the same kind of. Um, you know, right libertarian ki- type. Yeah, and also just like they all learned the same kind of like how to be edgy kind of thing. Yeah. Right? Like edgy humor always sounds the same uh, in this kind of. Uh, yeah, basically, like it always just sounds the same. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's. It's not surprising that you would hear it from everyone. It is disappointing, but. Yeah. Not super surprising. I mean, if you're capitalist, this is a whole let the market sort it out thing. Let them be as, you know, you know, develop another product, that type of thing. But, you know, sure. um, that's not really how the real world works. Um, no, not at all. And I, it, it basically what has happened in my reading of the Mordow thing is that the Mordow devs basically said, yeah, look, um, we care, but we don't care. Like, uh, just, you know it's going to be this way and we're not going to change anything. So we don't have the power or we don't have the will or we don't have the, um, the interest, whatever it I'm actually is. I'm sympathetic to the idea that they don't have enough of a moderation team. I'm sympathetic. Yes, but they're, I mean, idea. they're making a ton of money now. 
So I don't know. Hire some moderators. I don't. I don't necessarily know why that's so difficult. I mean, well, there's a lot of other companies that I'd like to know why they can't hire moderators before the Mordhaus crew. But yeah, I mean, it's it's a. I'm betting the business people in charge are the problem uh, mm-hmm. for that. But I also bet it's an institutional cultural thing, obviously, as these programmers and devs are showing. Um, yeah. yeah, and I think like I think you know even beyond that, it's just. It really is an instance of these guys don't. It's not something they care about. Yeah. Like they don't care about. It's not a thing that they care about in terms of. Um, they aren't worried about um, what they're going to look like when they uh, when their when their readers and their their uh, patrons. Uh, see this they're they're thinking mm-hmm. like well it doesn't really matter <laughs> like it's fine no one's going to get mad well, at us from it's, a structural it's reasonable. standpoint they might be right but not the way they hope yeah. because more the idea of morehouse is just going to get stolen through you know just like yeah, how always. PUBG, the battle royale thing got stolen, got stolen. so there's yep. going to be three or four more morehouse in the next six to eight months and i'm gonna bet at least one of those will be banning racist people and sexist people and homophobic people and all of a sudden, then it's going to get that business. Because yeah. it seems like, based on the article, it seems like people are leaving Mordhau for it. Mm-hmm. It's not just like, you know, SJWs freak out on a game they're not playing or whatever. Yeah. Like, it really is like... I mean, hell, I think... No, people are willing isn't to Isn't there pl- like a Chivalry 2? Chivalry 2 was coming? I want to say I saw something about that. Uh, I don't know. I didn't see that. Let's see. I'm not as I'm not as plugged into Chivalry as you are. Yeah, I'm, I'm a huge part of it. Yeah, it's... Uh, it, the gameplay trailer's out. An announcement trailer hit at E3. Um, Chivalry is the game that Mordhaus sort of developed out of. I want to say they even have a dev or two from it. Um, mm-hmm. And if uh, yeah, if there's going to be a game that eats Mordhaus lunch, it's going to be Chivalry too. And Absolutely. I'm betting that they are going to have the resources and the interest in terms of stealing Mordhaus player base to actually crack down on this stuff. So mainly, I think this is a problem that's going to take care of itself. Um, I think you're right. I mean, that's that seems reasonable. I think like. It is weird to see the Mordhau devs not take a stronger stance. Yeah. I mean, it, it feels weird, but in the sense, like, I don't understand why you don't see where your self-interest is. Not, like... No, know, I agree. I, That's exactly why it's weird. Yeah. It's just, it's it's incredibly bizarre that they just are like, well, no, it's fine. Yeah. Like, our player base is just our player base, and we never have to change it. It's like, you guys, you know you're like, this is big now. Like, yeah. you're not just, like, this isn't, like, a... You're not doing... Um, you're not doing stuff for just like a a small subset. You're not of a mod. Your fans. You're not yeah, a- you're not a mod anymore. Yeah. You're not just like this isn't fun. This is just like this. This became something different, um, and you aren't aware of it. Like this is big yeah. business now. And if you want to lose everything, feel free. But you are going to lose everything. Yeah, and I, I mean, I guess at this point, you know, I just want to let let them do what they want, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, agreed. Um, but what else do we got? Oh, uh, what's going on down at the fighting game tournament? You know, this is weird to me. <laughs> seeing this, seeing all of this is really strange to me because, um, so CEO has happening. Uh, CEO is one of the biggest fighting game tournaments, I would say. Now, uh, is probably... that the tournament that's paired with uh, Fighter Fest from the wrestling people? Ah, uh, yes, different... it is. Okay. No, that's the same one. All right. Um, so, I don't really know what's going on. It's weird to me because... So CEO is is, I mean, traditionally a very big fighting game tournament, and fighting game tournaments in general, the fighting game scene is um, 
as far as I've seen, and, and, you know, people have told me it is and isn't, and, like, people have different opinions on this, and, you know, whatever. Like, I I respect that I may not have all the answers here, but mm-hmm. what I have seen has been that the fighting game uh, world is, is fairly chill. Um, and, and maybe not perfect, but, like, better than a lot of competitive um, arenas in gaming. And it's just... I want to note, in fairness, this is our 12th episode, I believe. This mm-hmm. is the... Th- second time we've discussed weird shit going down in fighting game tournaments after the crab thing. Oh, yeah, but one of the things was from the crowd, right? Yeah. Or no, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. One of the things was from the crowd, and then one of the things was from... You know, I won't say that the crowd is always great. Right. Uh, but the the players are usually fine, and, and I would say, like, we've talked about all sorts of bad gamer stuff on the show, so... I mean, I don't think it's... it's Hell yeah! ...fighting game stuff. <laughs> Bad um, stuff. It, the, no patch, uh, the patch notes promise. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that stuff. Um... But yeah, no, it's it, what's what's weird about this to me is that um like it's just so unlike what I have seen in my time going to fighting game tournaments. Like it's very weird. It's just strange. Um so fights are breaking out at CEO mm-hmm. both in terms of stuff that well mostly in terms of stuff that happens after the um after the match. Uh there people are going ape. Yeah. Uh and getting getting really intense. They're um, popping off, I believe is the technical term. From this, I, uh, I, from this. I prefer going ape because I'm from 1945. Um, no, no, they're yeah, they're popping off. That's what they say. Um, kind of getting excited at the end of winning a, a match, um, and I mean it's super. There's a lot of adrenaline there. There's a lot of pent up. Um, I don't know, pent up whatever that that these guys are and men and women actually. It's one of the more inclusive scenes that way. Are, are dealing with and and although we have seen the men doing it mostly uh freaking out uh it's weird right yeah like, i mean this this the main story in this kotaku piece uh f- titled fighting game tournament has too much actual fighting concerns a like <laughs> i think he's a 16 year old named yeah. who has played under the this is just a favorite uh Please say the nicknames Leaf, and, and say them with as much relish Leaf as you can. Leaf I'm not sure how he says it, but I'm going to say it. Leaf Boisvere, who has played okay. under the names Buffalo and Daddy in tournaments, yeah. is an up-and-comer in the Nether Realm Studios community. Uh, sure. Uh, and yeah, uh, he's got this long hair. Uh, he's he's the white guy in this gif, right? I believe yes, he is. He yeah. Is. Uh, yeah, he's the one yelling. Yeah, he's got this hair. He's got this like thrash metal hair. Yeah, he looks like he's a member of Obituary. It's and he's got a TM. He he has a look. I'll I'll give him that. Um, it's a it's a pretty good look. It's not really best spent um, losing your shit on a stage against a dude that's just laughing at you. But you know, in other context, <laughs> I I think I'd be able to appreciate the look. Um, <laughs> yeah, he uh, there was some drama in the community. We don't need to summarize it all. There was drama in the community. He got a win and he fl- he flipped out. Um. Cause, yeah, because he was excited yeah. that he that he you know basically uh, redeemed himself, yeah. so to speak. And to be honest, there was I don't believe there's any actual violence in this confrontation. There was just a dude screaming at another dude. No, and actually, the, when 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 asked if there was like almost violence, the other guy who he was screaming at was like, "No, I wasn't going to hit him over a game. Yeah. Like I don't care." And you know, at, at, there's a point where if you're coordinating your fighting game event with a pro wrestling pay per view. Yeah, you know, there's there's got to be some cross filtration there, and I don't, and you know, I don't, I don't necessarily condone going ape shit over, you know, anything. 
Um, uh, some things, but not fighting games necessarily. Um, <laughs> right. But, you know, theater isn't a problem. If, the, if this is theater, and if no one got hurt, and if the guy, you know, talking trash is something that's real, and a lot of people find really fun, as both people who do it and people who observe it, and as long as people aren't getting into drunken fights, which is part two of this story, then it's, it's a good fine. Um, but they are getting into drunken fights. Yes, they are, my friend. They're getting into a lot of drunken fights, um, it, to the point that um, the like one of the people had to do the classic thing where, where he says, like, yeah, I just, I, I need to not drink at these things anymore. Yeah, that's, um... Always, always a great sign. Well, I mean, it is a, it is, you know... Well, it's a good, it's a sign, good sign of sign becoming for, It's better up. than him continuing to drink at these things, but it's not a great sign of where the community was when that happened, let's say. Or where, yeah, they, where the atmosphere was when that happened. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's, um... It's just weird. Mm-hmm. Like it's weird that this is what is going on at at CEO. Like it's just I don't I don't get it, man. Like I don't I don't get what they're doing there. That that because the at Combo Breaker it could not be any less heated. Like I saw one argument and it was over um, enrollment in like a particular bracket and it was fine. Like it <laughs> it ended like before it even started. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it was not a thing. It is, and it was like it was just over. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's weird that it's weird that it could be this different uh, in different places. I mean, it's possible that we just hit two weird outlier events at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. That a guy who had a bunch of drama building up for like six to eight months with this dude uh, got in his face after a, a, a victory while his adrenaline was up. No one got hurt. Everyone seems cool after it. And then there was a drunken fight in the bathrooms that was also probably had some history before it too and those are just two things that happen to happen on the same weekend it's possible yeah. that you know there is no overarching problem here but it's also possible there is um and honestly i mean the 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 stack standard things that people go to in situations like this is oh we'll hire more security oh we'll uh do this we'll do that i believe the, the hire more security thing is is it i know it's a it's a ch- an ancient chestnut in the comic con space um, sure. When, you know, and, but usually it has to do with people who have been banned from the premises sneaking in and that sort of thing. Um, and I, I am sure that has been a thing in, fight, in the fighting game community as well. Um, I would have to imagine, yeah. Certain toxic people not being allowed to show up anymore due to how they treat certain, uh, you know, minorities and women. Um, and, you know, I, I'm sure that they will increase security or at least increase and change procedures for the next time that CEO runs. Um, I'm not sure it will change much. I think this is just something that the community, which I am not a part of, will have to monitor <laughs> and deal with on their own. Um, and I'm sure they will. Yeah. I mean, this uh, FGC is not perfect, but it seems, you know, like they do real shit when it comes to, like, if they have a problem, it seems like the FGC takes care of it. Um, That's true. And like that's the thing that that's the thing that's weird to me that this was allowed to happen in a certain way. Like not allowed allowed to happen is a little ridiculous yeah. to say, but like it's weird to me that this was a it's weird to me that this was like a thing, mm-hmm. like that this actually occurred and um and and like escalated in the way it did, like fist fights and and screaming and stuff like that. Like it feels like. It feels like the FGC... I guess here's what I'll say. It feels like the FGC worked this out a long time ago. Mm. Uh, this feels like something that would happen in a, like an up-and-coming sort of 
competition, not something that's been around for like thirty years at this point. Yeah, um, I mean, it's always a, it's so always weird. a struggle. One of the guys was like sixteen or eighteen. I mean, you've got new people coming in all the time. You've always got to be teaching. You've always got to be learning. Um, so we'll see if it's a bump in the road or if things are gonna get even weirder. Um, uh, too early to tell, but we'll have a follow up if there's unfortunately a follow up. I'm sure there will be. There's always a good follow-up. We love we love follow-ups here <laughs> on Patchnets. Um, all right. So, uh, what else have we got? What else have we, we got? got? We one have one last story, um, and it's it's oh, us, just us. It's just us being assholes, groaning. It's just us groaning. Yeah. Um. So, someone decided to uh, write a piece on why. Uh, so the proposition goes. has why yeah. Metroidvanias are bad. Well, not, not the games yeah. themselves. I'm sorry. The, the title Metroidvania is a, a mistake. Uh, yeah. Um, so Metroidvanias are games that are, uh, you know, that have some element of a, uh, a Metroid uh, game and a Castlevania I game. I think if we wanted to define them, and I'm not not going to use any of this article's um, content to define it. Uh, if you wanted to define a, a Metroidvania, you'd look at a 2D or 2.5D game with that uh, emphasizes exploration and character ability. So, whereas yeah. as you increase the number of verbs that your character is able to perform, you increase your ability to explore the 2D space, which is a platformer space, um, that the game hands you, and that usually when the best of these games um, are doing their thing, you have multiple avenues of exploration. Um, yeah, and that's I right. want to say that the, the easily the best Metroidvania of the last um, arbitrary number of years is Hollow Knight. Um, and it, yeah, it, that's perfectly reasonable. It's a great game, and um, it hits all of those things in, in terms of you know increasing the the ways that your character can traverse the world, uh, increasing your attacks without actually devaluing the attacks that you've gotten previously, because it's very important in this sort of game that. You are even when you get flat upgrades that you are not making previous verbs, let's say actions, obsolete. Um, mm -hmm. Upgrades are fine to existing actions, but you don't want to have a situation where your ability to pick up a rock, let's say, is completely obviated by an ability to dash through a rock, because you want to have be able to get the dash ability before you get the ability to throw. That sort of thing. Um, yeah, and that's usually how good Metroidvanias work. Yeah. So they have a they have a certain kind of um, they have a certain kind of like balance whereby you care about all of your abilities. Yep. And so uh, uh, the point of this article is, uh, it seems to be basically that uh, Metroid and Castlevania are too old, um, and that they they're not evocative of genre categories. And yeah, here's the thing: you can't force a nickname. Like, no one ever yeah. actually changed uh, what people... This is, this is a Coco the Monkey situation. Yeah, no one ever actually changed what people called shit by writing an article about, we should call this something different. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it, this is just not how human interaction works. If you knew the guy at your high school who was constantly trying to give himself a nickname, you know what he got? He got a different fucking nickname, and it wasn't a nice one. Yeah, it was a bad nickname. Yeah. And... It was like, uh, it, was, it was a name that basically, like, made him, or, well, usually him... Uh, feel like he was a fool for even trying to make that nickname happen. And honestly, I wouldn't have even like put this in our show notes for this week, if not for the last graph, where he starts talking about diversity and inclusion. Like, this is a diversity and an inclusion argument that he's making. Uh, and right. they, you know, 
let's you know focus on you know actual diversity and inclusion shit if you've got a if you've got the the platform that a Kotaku staff writer has um, maybe you could write an article about diversity and inclusion. And I'm sure this person, ha I'm sure uh, Joshua Rivera, who's the writer of this article, I haven't looked at his other stuff. I'm sure he's perfectly fine. I, I have been a blogger myself. I know the pressures that are involved to just churn out some bullshit. But... Sure, yeah. Um, you know, and, and, you know, you have to do numbers. You have things you need to do as a professional when you work for these sites. Um, and and they they aren't things they're not like you know evil things. It's not like he's a bad person for writing this. It's just a it's a bad blog. I've written bad blogs. Trev's probably written bad blogs. Oh um, yeah, of course. Please, you know, <laughs> yeah, plenty. And, you know, it's just you probably don't need to bring diversity and inclusion into whether or not Metroidvania is the right name for the genre. I mean, it's there, there's if you don't want to. It feels like a little bit of a. Um... Let me put it this way. It feels like a little bit of a dodge where like you mm -hmm. kind of recognize that what you are doing here is not particularly compelling. And so you add in something that it's very difficult for people to say, like, well, I don't agree with that. Yep. Like, of course, I want more diversity and inclusion in video games. Like, why would you but why would you tie that to a discussion about like a, uh, an instance of video gaming that really has nothing to do yep. with it? The only other thing I wanted to say about the subject is, and this was all a sneak attack to get this in there, is that <gasps> Silk Song, you? I believe, is the sequel to Hollow Knight. Uh, it was oh, demoed yeah. at E3. It looks fantastic. It stars Hornet the Wasp Girl. I'm not sure what kind of bug she is. I think she's vaguely bee-like. She she fights with a needle. Well, her name is Hornet. Yeah. Um, it's it's she is the main character of that game. It looks fantastic. It probably plays it fantastic. Will be fantastic. Um, yeah, it's Cherry Red or uh, Cherry Team Cherry Team they? Cherry Team Cherry. Thank uh, you. Uh, Cherry Red is a record label. <laughs> um, <laughs> Team Cherry are are fantastic. They're just a, a really really good studio. Yeah. So uh, look forward to that. I, it started out as a DLC for Hollow Knight. It has become a full game. I want to say I knew when it was its release date was previously. Let's see if I can find it. I just want to say it is incredibly cool. TBA it reminds me. TBA is it's it reminds me like of. Of um, of From's decision to uh, in Bloodborne mm -hmm. to like make one giant DLC. Like I know it's sort of like maybe a little bit. Uh, it's maybe a little bit like gamer of me to say this, but I think I think it's cool when people when when studios are willing to. Um, I think it's cool when studios are willing to like. I don't know how to say this. It's cool when they're willing to produce stuff that isn't like, um, well, we just need the most uh, the most possible content we can at any given time. They just look at it and they say, like, yeah, this is too much. Like, it would actually be better if we were willing to sort of uh, invest here and make this into something real. Like, make this into a game mm -hmm. or do something different with this. Like, that's that's so cool to see. Like, I, I think that's great. Um and honestly, uh, they deserve all the credit in the world for, for doing that. Yeah. Um, and that's about it on that. I think that's most of the week's news, unless there's something huge we're forgetting. I don't think so. Um, let me think. Did anything else happen? Uh, no, there aren't any real new games that are com that are out yet uh, this uh, week. Let me, let me check the headlines. Cosplayers, yeah, please giant do. rifle, prompts, sheriffs. Oh, warning. actually, since you said... no, oh, that's crazy. Um, but uh, since you mentioned it, um, <laughs> there, is, there is one piece of news. Mm. Um, 
let me ask you, John. Are you going to be buying any any uh, gamer girl bathwater? Oh, for fuck's sake! That was that's like a meme, wasn't are it? Are you? Like, I, no, I've seen the tweet. And frankly, get money. I, I think she's that's, that's a good hustle. If she, if she can sell it, she can sell it. Um, no, I, I don't have I don't have enough money for a new fucking office chair. I'm not buying gamer girl bathwater. <laughs> um, so uh, for people who don't know. Uh, uh, I forget her name. Bella. Can you look it up? I, oh. I, I, I know. Am I going to have to put Wait, hold Gamer on. Girl okay, Bathwater no, in my Google search history? I'll look it up. But uh, Bella something. Uh, people, the, the horny members of our audience are. Um, they can edge for a minute while you look it up. Yeah, I'm looking up. I actually put it. I put this into. Oh, and I found it. Um, it's Belle Delphine. Mm. I looked up uh, Ahigao Girl. Oh, well, that's um, an... Okay. And, yeah, so now that's... In, if it helps, that's in my search history now. So uh, I did open an incognito tab before I did that because mm. uh, I'm not an I'm, I'm betting that it's just all going into your Google profile at the uh, at the center anyway. They already know who I am. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's... Um, I don't know, man. It's... Uh, it's cool. I mean, I am glad that she is getting that money. I hope she can uh, convince some gamers to shell out some money for her bathwater. I mean, it's uh, that shit we've talked about with streamers and any and this whole community and that and you know the way that you interact with your fans and you know I don't think it's going to be dangerous for her. I think she'll be fine. I'm sure she's taking whatever yeah. precautions she needs to take to insulate oh, herself yeah, not... from the creeps who want her bathwater, but. Uh, um. Yeah. It's just it's it is weird, uh, and it's only weird because like it's weird. Here's why it's weird. It's weird because um, it finally is that thing that uh, that everyone always says like in like weird old rock songs or something like that where they say like ooh I would drink. Oh, it's a Kevin water. Durant tweet, is what it is. Kevin Durant. Yeah, tweeted, exactly. Tweeted back Didn't he say that about Rihanna? Yeah. I believe. Yeah, and so like actually that is that has become true. <laughs> it's like, all right, well, this is the world we live in, I guess. It's very cool and uh and I'm glad it's I'm glad it's happening. You know what? Uh, I'm glad this is the world we live in and uh and uh buy some buy some of my uh gamer boy uh coffee that is just cold coffee that I forgot to drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, did you at least put your lips on the cup once? You're going to melt it with a cup? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, uh, I drank a little bit of it, and now I, I just forgot. Um, Sounds good. I will buy five. Yeah, no people. People are really gonna like. I'll it. buy five. Take it out of my salary for next year. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll be. Send, I'll send them right away. Um, yeah. So uh, I think that's it, though. Yeah. I think Belle Delphine is our is our last is our last thing. All right. So it's on to games. Yeah, on to games. Um, I am not uh, very original this week. I've been I have been working through Bloodstained to get uh, a little bit more. It's very good. Mm-hmm. No, I, I've watched some Bloodstained footage. I don't. Uh, I'm not in a place where I want to buy it right now. But mm-hmm. how how do you find the backgrounds? I've been seeing as as the players that I've been watching have gone through it. There have been like times where it's just like a 3D background that just has like a flat surface off into nowhere. Uh, how, how, how have the backgrounds been treating you? I like okay. them. Um, I found them to be very good, uh, but on the other hand, I mean, it's not, it is a, it is absolutely a, um, 
I don't know, a 2D, 3D mm-hmm. game. It has it has its flaws as far as that goes. Oh, yeah, it's been really wild uh, seeing, like, the fact that, like, a circular, going circular up a tower is represented as a straight line on the map. Yeah, it's neat. I mean, it, I will say this. It is it is a very cool game, and uh, it it knows... It knows its audience, mm-hmm. I'll say that much. Uh, it is very... And that is, is a very, backhanded uh, compliment. But I understand what it means here because of the Castlevania connection, yeah. Right, it's extremely sexualized, too. Mm. Um, but, I mean, I'm its audience, not in the sexualized part necessarily, because uh, it doesn't really do much for me, but the... the um, I mean, I would tell you if it did. Uh, I promise. Um, but the... Uh, you know, the that doesn't do as much for me, but I will say that the... Um, the uh what do I say here? The I'm trying to think of how to say this. Like the actual like exploration and uh, and stuff like that is very cool. I like that a lot. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean that's that's we were just speaking that's what, of I mean, that's Metroidvania games. That's you know that's yeah, you know your that's bread the and whole butter. Point. Uh, I also saw there's an enemy that's like a disembodied cute dog's head. Yeah, and there's a cat, a cat head, head too. too. Excellent. Yeah, they're they're cats that died in the castle, and you have to kill Aww. them. Good. It's cute though; it's real cute. It's very cute. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's a fun game. It's great, and actually, like I will say, um, is it is very much worth your time. Uh, if you like those kinds of games, you will enjoy this one. Uh, so I would play it. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else I've played. I haven't really, like I said, I, I haven't been terribly adventurous. Mm-hmm. I've just been kind of, uh, I've just been kind of in my safe, my safe lanes. Safe lanes. Um, yeah, I've been doing anything. I downloaded a Quake Ray Tracing, Quake Two Ray Tracing. <laughs> I, th- I think I saw uh, a demo of that where you know it uses the yeah, ray tracing options on the on the graphics it sh- card to. It sure looks great. Um, I don't. I don't know if I'm ever going to be playing it because I don't think my computer can run it at this point. <laughs> Imagining a a mod or a add on to Quake Two that makes your 2019 computer unable to run Quake Two is excellent. It's very funny. Um, but when I buy a new computer down the line, probably in the next three years or whatever, um, I will definitely be playing the the now old new Quake. <laughs> looking forward to I'm looking forward to digging into Quake yeah. Two down the line. The Quake Two that makes my the, computer uh, stop the great, running. Excellent cinematic story of Quake Two, and the great multiplayer uh, scene of Quake Two. <laughs> I'm gonna hey, listen. This is gonna revitalize the scene. It's gonna be just like it was back in the day. I can't did wait. It, did Quake Two use wads like Doom did? The custom wads. I don't. I would have to assume. I, I mean, it's the yeah, same it's like, it's, basic. It's it's still it. It's that era. I think it was a progression of the Doom Two engine. So, huh? Yeah. No. I mean, it should. I. I. Boy, you know what? I don't know. I should know that. But I've never done any modding with yeah. Quake Two, so I don't. I, don't really I have know. never been a Quake guy. I just uh, been a Doom guy. I like Quake. I've never been a Quake guy. Quake's really fun. Um, I I remember playing Quake One in my um, in like a computer class yeah. I was in in high school. It was weird because it was like all right. So I was Doom into Doom because my dad was into Doom. Like my dad lost okay. like two years of his life to Doom and Doom Two. Um, to it's the point up. where I, I believe my mom quietly put the kibosh on upgrading to a Pentium, um, so that we, we oh, stuck okay, at 486 cool. for a while, um, so he couldn't continue his gamer life, his and, and would return to his fatherly duties. Uh, Honestly, fair. so after Doom Two, we sort of went to um, we went to the N64, and I stayed there for most of uh, middle and high school. 
Um, okay. So I, I completely missed Quake. Like, Quake is just this gap in my... Because uh, by the time I got to uh, back to gaming and PCs, which is late high school, Quake was kind of done. Like, that was 2004. Um, yeah. And, and it was the end that, of the scene. When did Quake 3 come out? Um, I want to say 1999? Maybe, yeah, okay. Uh, yes, December yeah, 2nd. That was... So basically 2004. Okay. Yeah, it really didn't last super long. I mean, it was a huge game when it was out. Yeah. It was a big deal. But, like, yeah, it didn't it was, have as much well, it, of a It was Unreal life, Tournament at that point. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I, I completely missed the Quake phase of my life. It's just gone. Uh, dust Terrible. I'm so sorry. I'm not. Uh, so this week, uh, I know I talked about Dota Underworld or um, Team Fighter or whatever the League of Legends was. was. <laughs> did, you, uh, I tried. did you end up playing I tried. I've, auto I've chess? played some auto chess. I'm not ready to... <sighs> create a journalistic report on auto chess now yet because i am still incredibly bad at it um and i don't is it fun no um i don't find it fun endorsement uh you don't do anything you you make strategic decisions i mean it's probably fun for people like slay the spire which i don't i like well then you should take a look at dota auto chess i mean um it, it just feels like i don't know the systems well enough to make the ideal decisions and i'm not getting any story input because obviously, what the, what the fuck? It's an it's a you know a, a random battler. Um, I don't know who any of the characters are, and I don't want to know who any of the characters are because if I start caring about the characters, I might start playing actual Dota, and that would be the worst outcome. Uh, so yeah, that would be really awful, actually. So you, you know, that. I'm in, I'm in a place where you know I, I'm gonna I'm gonna soldier through it um, just by reminding myself that if I'm not doing this, I could be playing um, Division Two. Uh, yeah, or magic, or magic. Yeah, the client did update. Uh, you have a lot of extremely. I, I do a lot of things hobbies. I don't like. It's weird. Um, yeah, I, I I feel worried for you. Yeah. So uh, so instead Most days. so instead of those, I've uh, the game that I've brought to show and tell is uh, a game that was on sale in the Steam sale, which is the only reason I bought it. Um, Warhammer 40k Inquisitor Dash okay. Martyr. It is an ARPG. Um, it was discounted $24, and I judged that $24 was an appropriate amount of money to spend on this. Um, Seems reasonable. And my, my assessment was borne out. Um, it's a, so it's it's not a Diablo. I mean, it's it's an ARPG, so in some senses it is a Diablo-like. In the, Everyone loves a Diablo. Yeah, in the sense that it um, it has loot loot drops, you equip better versions of your loot, etc., etc., etc. It was roundly panned when it came out. Because uh, it was a weird ARPG, it moved slower. It didn't respond as well. It had it had a lot of weird systems in it. If I had to compare mm-hmm. it to anything, do you remember the Incredible Adventures of Van Helsing games? Yeah, yeah I, I'd yeah, say yeah. it has a lot in common with those. Um, in terms of like, if you wanted to put it on a on a spectrum between is this a Diablo game or is this some other kind of ARPG, it would be farther towards the Incredible Adventures of Van Helsing, which was uh, it had a lot more. I want to say it did a lot more daring stuff. It had it had some tower mm-hmm. defense stuff in there. Um, it had a lot of really bad jokes that were like six years out of date pop culture references in there. Cool, fun. Uh, well, I mean, that's sort of what the danger you run into with an Eastern European studio sometimes. Sometimes I think Harry Potter is the thing to talk about in 2018. And hell, are they wrong? Because half my Twitter feed's about Harry Potter now. Yeah, um, are you are you are. Yeah, I mean, you're really into the the ARG of that. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, fuck. Um, but yeah, so it's it, it plays a lot better with the controller than it does with mouse and keyboard um, because it, it has a cover mechanic that 
is interesting. So the, the, probably the most uh, quote-unquote interesting thing about this ARPG is has, uh, you have two quote-unquote life bars. You have, some, you have your actual health, and you have, okay. instead of shields, you have something called a suppression meter. So what happens is if you are taking fire from, you know, the back of, you know, from ranged enemies, your suppression goes down. Oh, and as your suppression goes from green to yellow to red, you get larger uh, penalties to your ability to fight. Uh, now, most okay. of the characters sure. in the game are melee characters, but you can play ranged characters. Um, and it, it's sort—it's a very, very like it's—it's it's not a a sphere grid like, uh, say, Path of Exile is, but it is a you—you uh, you start in a place with a character with certain bonuses, but they don't have like. Only this player, only this class can do this thing. Modifiers. Uh, instead, they have access to one passive skill tree, and will get access to all the other passive skill trees in time. That sort of thing. Okay. Um, so right. I started with an assassin who is a, like a, a close-in melee, dual-wielding character. But if I wanted to, I can not only take ranged bonus passives now that I've un sufficiently unlocked them I can already equip ranged weapons to my melee fighter and I can equip the armor of the ranged classes as well um, hmm. okay. so but they're suboptimal obviously before, given how I've built my character however if I spend enough time playing this game I can theoretically um, get enough passive skill points that if I wanted to I could respect the character into a ranged character and it would be a genuine ranged character it sounds like you're getting really excited to put a lot of time into this game. Not really. I mean, yes. <laughs> I played. I paid $24 from it. I'm going to get 200 hours. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it controls all right. The, the story's bullshit, horseshit, terrible. It's 40K. I mean, what are you going to do? Sure. If, if you like the 40K aesthetics, it's got the 40K aesthetics. Um, it's got a decent variety of the enemies. Uh, I'm currently fucking up the Dark Eldar. Uh, you've got a lot of Imper rebel Imperial Guards. You've got Chaos. I think there's probably some necrons in there eventually um but yeah it, it's an arpg it feels good um it has a co oh with to go with the uh, suppression mechanic there's a cover mechanic you can press uh left bumper to snap to cover and if you're in cover your suppression regenerates faster so that's the other side okay. of the suppression mechanic and if you're i think if you're in cover ranged you can use range stuff by like peeking out and shooting um it just went, underwent like a 2.0 patch like, they just revamped the entire game, which is why it's on sale now. They're trying to get people who looked at its launch. To, Didn't like it yeah, at first. Yeah, I mean, it, it has a mixed reviews on Steam, and it hasn't had a huge, like, Yikes. review bomb problem. So that tells you that tells you how the community reacted to the game when it was launched. Uh, it was That's quite bad. Yes, it was, it was not great. Uh, but the 2.0 patch fixes a lot of stuff. It seems much more stable, less buggy. Um, I can actually sort of see how it was like in 1.0 because I don't think they've patched the tutorial yet. <laughs> so after oh, after no. you exit the tutorial, suddenly you can compare the quality of your equipment and you know actually switch your weapon slots. And, uh, there, there's some <laughs> stuff going on with the dev development of the game, but you know it, if it's, it's an ARPG, it has a lot of content. It seems fine. Um, it's not going to replace any of my bread and butter ARPGs like Grim Dawn or Path of Exile. First, I was going to say Grim Dawn's on sale. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's on sale. Get that. Get that. Get that right now. Grim Dawn is amazing. Um, but you know, this is a game that I play while I'm I'm working my way through the television show Fringe. Uh, okay. So right, when yeah. I'm watching Fringe, this is what's on the other monitor, and I'm doing this. 
Um, everyone was wondering. Yeah, everyone was. People wondering. keep asking. People keep emailing. Yes, in. everyone. Everyone's been asking Trev, why is what is John playing when he's watching Fringe? And now I'm here to reveal the answer. It's amazing. Yeah. We 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 are all witnesses. Yeah. Um. All right. Well. Uh. Yeah. I um. I will say, uh, as I said before. Um. If you are interested in ARPGs, uh, Grim Dawn is on sale, and apparently it's great. Um, I need to go back to that. Thing, I haven't completed the newest expansion yet. The other thing that I know is on sale is um, uh, what was I going to say? There was, another, there was another thing you mentioned that was on. sale. I know sale. Battle Brothers is on sale because I've considered buying it five times and still haven't. Mm-hmm. I've heard they have weird. I've heard they had not the greatest politics. So if that matters to anyone, um, um, I mean, do you mean the game or the developers? The devs. Oh, I haven't seen anything about the devs. The game seems all right. I mean, yeah, I've, I've heard. I've also heard that the game is kind of dull after a little yeah. while. Um, but I mean, that could be worth your time. And the other thing that is definitely worth your time, I think, is um, they uh, they have the definitive version of Sleeping Dogs for Ooh. sale for like two dollars. Oh God! I last. I've, I've been wanting to go through and replay Sleeping Dogs for like yeah, six years I now. Finished it. Well, I finished it. I've... I I am still amazed that like they advertised all those VAs. Like Emma Stone is a VA in that game, and she voices a girlfriend type character that you can unlock two cutscenes with because the entire girlfriend mechanic got basically cut from the final release. The girlfriend mechanic is uh, is not good. It, it's not a mechanic. It's just you go through a bunch of dates and they don't connect to each other. They have no definitive endings because whatever <laughs> they were trying to do with that system never got finished. It's sweet. But it's, it's, um, a, it's a great game despite the fact that it is clearly... Like, there are a lot of really good games that are clearly unfinished. KOTOR 2 is one of them. Sleeping Dogs is another. Yeah, it's worth your time. Um, it is it is a cool game and uh, I would I would certainly recommend uh, giving it a shot. I have not... I've, like I've said, I've never finished it, but... Um, I'm really happy to be able to now. Yeah. Um, so that was cool. Wait, wait. It's why, ultra cheap. The definitive edition. Um, now I'm worried that the, my version of Sleeping Dogs won't run anymore. If there's a different uh, edition. No, no, it'll run. It's just uh, it's just all the DLC is on there. Oh, okay. Well, I own all of that and paid for it. All right. Yeah, so I mean, if you, didn't, if you already paid for it, I, I, would, I would say you don't have to go ahead and do that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, What I will say about Sleeping Dogs is that um, I purchased it in 2012. I played it for 24 hours, and... I, believe the last time i played it was um uh two weeks after that so okay. i just i sat down i got through the entire game um and i was working full-time at the time so it wasn't like i was sitting down for six hours at a time and playing it. it was like you know sitting down whenever i had the time just banging out two hours two hours two hours of that it was a fantastic game i'd advise i'd recommend it to anyone yeah it's good um, yeah, Steam sales not great this year but um there are some i feel like stuff. we've been There's saying some... steam sales not great this year for like the last five years yeah, but some of the years I still like it. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I, I still, I still like the the Steam sale in some ways. Um, and you know what? Uh, uh, it just is not that great this year. I was, I, I am a defender of the Steam sale. And I don't, I don't so much like <laughs> critical it this year, support so. for the Steam sale. Critical support for the Steam sale. That is right, John. Um, well, anyway. Uh, I think that's all for us. Yeah. So this was this was fun. Um, thanks for being here for patch notes. No um, anywhere people can see you this week, John. Uh, Twitter, the internet. Okay, um, <laughs> noted. 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 Big ma- BMOC on the on the um, on the internet, John. Yeah. Um, well, cool. That'll be fun. Uh, you should definitely uh, check out John on the internet. 
And uh, I would say also um, listen to patch notes. Uh, check out the Patreon. Yeah. Um, uh, there, there's there's Patreon. A question and slash an- no like there's, We're doing question and answer we're, we're, stuff, right? Yeah, we're going to get to that. I um, unfortunately we announced that, and then um, and then it, it was like the same week that that. Uh, Live was away, but that's okay. It just gives you time to get in your answers, your questions, all the things that you want uh, questioned and answered. Um, we might even, you know, we could always we could always do one. Uh, John, you could always come yeah, on for some questions and answers that. too. If people people are wondering about what the what the crazy bird man is thinking, uh, I I won't promise I'll tell the truth, but I'll, I'll answer the questions. <laughs> Two Johns approach you. One <laughs> one only tells the truth. One only lies. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be upfront with you. If you ask me about my you know anything personal, uh, I might just lie to you. Um, That's cool. It's like Bob Euchre. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he um, actually did go to that furry convention, though. Did he? Yeah. Well, I mean, the, they had, were in the same hotel as the furry convention, so he had no choice. But yes, you know, do I mean, you know this not? story? I do not. All right, Tell me the, the story. Brewers were visiting the Pirates uh, in Pittsburgh on the same week as the big furry convention that's held in Pittsburgh, and the Brewers Hotel that they put up the announcers and the team in was the same hotel that was hosting the convention. So there are pictures of Bob Euchre um, looking happy but slightly confused with a furry. Uh, he probably just thought it was like a mascot. Please Google Bob Euchre furry. And look at the first results. Okay. You don't have to tell me twice. I will do that. Bob Euchre Furry. And there he is. He's looking a little displeased. Now look at the shirt. Look at the shirt. What the shirt says. Oh no, helpless version. Yeah. Well, it, you know it's what? a moment in time. Good for him. Snapshot. Good for him. A moment in time. Uh, wow, yeah, apparently there's a lot of pictures of uh, people uh, meeting these guys, because, of course, Pittsburgh's a big sports town. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. All right, well, um, great. Oh, here, wait, wait, let's, uh, let's together uh, listen to a little bit of Bob Euchre on furries. All right. Here's Bob Euchre. Um, oh, it's not actually, okay, never mind. <laughs> For whatever reason... That would not. That's not coming through on cast. So uh, I'll I'll link to it. But um, John, I'll let you go now and um, have a great night. You too. Thanks for listening, everyone.